When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, Tennessee goes to the Commonwealth. They beat Kentucky and get back on the winning side of things. And I thought a really impressive comeback performance uh, by the Vols. We're visiting with Jacob Warren now. The Vol Report brought to you by Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Life is better when you see better. So uh, Tennessee able to control I thought the game throughout uh, in beating Kentucky 33 to 27. We'll talk about that and more Dante Thornton with a couple of plays. And this guy called Dylan Sampson continues to show that he's pretty special. Jacob, first of all, we appreciate the time as always and congrats on the win. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, like you said, man, great time up there. It's good good to go up there and get a win. I, I enjoy playing there. I think that that's a fun stadium to play at. Just, it reminds me of of high school, right? Cause we were, we were the big blue back in high school and played on turf field, everything like that. So um, I, I usually have a good time at Kentucky for some reason. So. Yeah. Uh, you definitely had a good time and it was one of those games watching it. The final score was uh, 33 to 27. So if, if you're watching the game, you might be kind of like, well, that, that was pretty close. And they did have a chance to take the lead at one point with the field goal. Yeah. But it felt like watching it, I wonder if it felt like this playing it, that you guys were in control of the game throughout. Did it feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the way it felt for us. I think it was um, it was interesting because just kind of how how they played and, and their fan base and everything was in it the whole time like we were losing, right? It, it felt weird. It felt like it was like the roles were reversed and, and they had all this energy, they had all this momentum, and we were able to just kind of feed off that energy and, and uh, go out there and continue to, you know, fend them off, fight them off. Uh, obviously, it gets pretty close there um, in the fourth quarter, third quarter, and defense does a great job. Our special teams units um, do an amazing job, um, kind of just keeping us in and keeping us getting allowed to get some points whenever we we maybe stall out in the red zone or wherever it may be. So, 
um, yeah, a, truly a, a team win and um, just happy to, again, be on the right side of it. Been a couple of red zone issues. I've seen that happen before with teams, and sometimes it's just a bad coincidence. Bad plays happen at the wrong time. Is there any common denominator with with the red zone issues that you would point to that you guys need to work on? Like you said, I mean, it's just either bad play, bad time, or or just you know something breaks down in the protection, or something's not happening the you know as fast as it needs to on the perimeter. Um, you know that might lead to pressure or whatever. Um, and it, yeah, there's there's no fingers to be pointed. I think it's just a matter of going out there and executing, you know, exactly what it is. Like I said, like they they were they were energized and they were ready to go and they were making plays and their crowd was in it and they have good players too. So, um, you know, they, they made their plays when they did. Luckily, like I said, we were able to, to capitalize a little bit and just get points here and there, get three points here and there whenever uh, we weren't able to finish in the red zone. I thought considering the opponent, um, which is a good one. Uh, Kentucky is uh, their defense particular is really good against the run um, that this was Joe Milton's best game from start to finish. I mean, that was an SEC opponent and I thought he was efficient. There wasn't any sort of drop off whatsoever. He was accurate, uh, made a couple of deep balls. I thought this was his best game. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I, I again, I don't watch don't watch his film, right? And uh, you don't really know how you do until until you watch the film. It's never quite as good, never quite as bad. But I do feel like Joe had a really good game, and, and I was very happy and very proud with 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 him after the game. You know, we shared a moment and just talked about, you know, like yeah, hey, that was a great win. Like I, I told him he played amazing, and, and he you know, echoed that back to me. And, and it was just good to to see him, you know, kind of you know, put that game together that he's been wanting for for a while now. What did you think of? Uh, Dante Thornton, who had a couple of catches, and I guess it's the media's fault. Guys like me um, talk about him coming into this program, and I think everybody thought he's just going to step in and be Jalen Hyatt just immediately and ready to go at the slot. Uh, but he's had some ups and downs this year, but really came through against uh, Kentucky. What do you think of his development? He did, yeah, and I think that that is is accurate to say that you know he comes in and there's automatically these expectations and this pressure and this, you know, if he's not doing this, you're doing that, then he, you know, whatever, he, we shouldn't have got him, all this stuff. Like there, there's going to be talks everywhere. And um, I'm just happy with, again, how he's kind of put his head down and obviously had some struggles just in the past, um, whether it's a focus deal or, or just a details thing or whatever. Um, but he came out and, and made some really big plays for us yesterday. Um, it's cool to see him catch the ball and, and be able to make those plays because the kid's super talented, uh, super fast, like just really good ball in his hand. So, um, yeah, it was definitely exciting to see and, and look forward to seeing it more. You know, I think that that's just a stepping stone for him. Uh, now he's going to get that confidence to be able to go do it every week. Yeah, and it, when you look at him as, as much that was expected from him, I think people need to realize that he was a junior and he's adapting to a new system. So, uh, how, how much more development do you think he's got in terms of just feeling comfortable in the system and and being able to continue to make big plays? For sure, yeah. Um, a guy like that is is still, you know, he's not new, he's not a young guy, right? But but you know, still has some room to improve, just like we all do, and, and just understanding the system, understanding how he fits into it, understanding you know when he needs to, I don't know, all these little detailed things that just kind of take time, right? And things that I haven't learned. And I, you know, again, I'm still continuing to learn, but things that I haven't learned until this year about, 
you know, how to play in the system and how to be successful and how to give myself the best shot of making plays. Um, and, you know, I've been in the system for this is my third year now. So, so I think, you know, just giving him time and allowing him to, you know, find himself within the system is just part of it. You're one of the guys out there blocking for Dylan Sampson at times, and I'm going to single him out for just a second. I don't mean that to take away anything from any of the other two tailbacks, but my goodness, he made a ton of plays after contact. Um, he just continues to emerge, get stronger and better, and uh, that guy's uh, a pretty special player. Yeah. Um, ironic, I guess, that he wears number six, but it reminds you a lot of a guy that, that we've had in the past, and um, just their balance and and just the way he's able to bounce off people and he's not a big guy right so I guess maybe that might might help him right in in the sense of you know being a little bit harder to take down or whatever but um, just his balance and his vision and just the way that he runs the ball he runs so hard for for how big he is and and I don't know if people don't realize you know how well he breaks tackles and so maybe they don't wrap him up as I don't really know but um, yeah the guy's slippery and he's he's a really good back and um, man continues to make the best of the opportunities that he's given. Um, regardless of how many right? he goes out there and he, he just puts on a show and um, you know, we don't win that game. Honestly, we don't, or we don't, we might win the game, but you know, it'd be, it'd be a different story if he's not out there on that drive, making all those plays that he made um, to go, to go, you know, kind of put it away towards the end there. Yeah. And you were referring to Alvin Kamara who wore number six as well. And um I do, I do see shades of him. You know, he was kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit going back to the Florida game. How, what does it say about his maturity that he uh, kept his head down, kept working when maybe he was a little bit, a little bit frustrated without as many carries as he wanted? Yeah, he's a guy that you know I never really questioned um, in that department just because he. Um, maybe we've talked about it. I think we probably have um, just with his involvement on the leadership council and, and with this whole leadership role that he's kind of developed, you know, really quickly within the offense of, you know, Hey, yeah, he might be a second year guy and not really have, you know, as much experience as everybody else or whatever, but, you know, he steps up and he, he speaks his mind and he, you know, does what the program asks him to do. He does everything that, that we're asked to do and shows up on time and is trusted and, and, and works really hard and, um, yeah, there's there's no doubt in my mind that that he's willing to you know go through whatever for the betterment of the team and just to, for whenever he gets his opportunity, just make the best of it. The Vol Report is brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn, and enjoy life better when you see better. Uh, Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn is your home for both uh, cataract surgery and LASIK surgery. Look at me. LASIK, no contacts, no glasses, and uh, certainly love that. So cctis.com, cctis.com, or you can click right down below and uh, take care of that. Your bounce back ability continues to amaze me. You can suffer a, what, what just seems like a heartbreaking loss, and it would be normal, maybe not okay with you guys, but it would be normal and understandable if there's a hangover factor, but there just never is, no matter uh, how you guys slip up the week before you're so mature and come back and play your best game sometimes after a loss, which is really, I, I think says a lot about your maturity. Sure. Yeah. I think that that's, that's um, the quality of a team that, you know, is very good to have. Um, there's going to be times when you lose, man. It, it's very rare in this game that someone just wins every single one of them. Um, and when you do, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty special, but um, you know, 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's just how it is, right? You lose games and, and, and life is not about wins and losses, right? In this business, it is for sure. And, and, and then what we're doing, it is about wins and losses. But being able to just man, move on from things and, and understand that, you know, yeah, you might you might lose a game. You might have an opportunity that's, that gets away from you. It's just a matter of not allowing that to, to affect the next one. And that's kind of just the motto of this team is, you know, next play mentality is, you know, if you mess up a play, all right, get up, get up off the ground and go try to make the next one a better one, right? And that's the same mentality that it goes for, you know, all right, you have a bad week or you, you lose a game. All right, let's get up. Let's go to work. Let's get to the next one. And that's that's really all that matters is just going one to know every week and, and uh, by the end of it, if you if you do that, you know you'll be really successful. So, when you when you get back to one thing about Dylan Sampson, real quick, I I know you're on the field, you're not watching on a big screen TV or from the press box. You you have a different vantage point altogether. But when he's able to break two, three tackles and and turn uh, at one point, a should have been a two yard loss into like an eight yard gain. Yeah. Is, does that ignite you guys? What kind of effect does that have? It does. 100% it, it ignites you and, and makes you play harder. I think there's a couple times where, you know, I'm in the game last night where, um, you know, maybe looks, I, you know, block somebody or I'm running my route or and the ball gets handed off and I look back and looks like he's getting tackled. Right. And, you know, that naturally the natural instinct is to kind of, you know, woe up and, and to slow down and get ready to, you know, move on to the next play after he gets tackled. But then you see him, you see him break a tackle, right? And you're like, oh, wow, he, he's still going. Like, I need to go find it, try to block somebody. And there was, you know, a time I very vividly remember last night of being in that space of like, ah, okay, he got tackled. Oh, no, he didn't. And then I turned to block. And by the time I turned to block, right, the guy's blown by me going to make the play on. And it's just, it's frustrating to me because like that kid's fighting his, his butt off, right, to go and, and to execute and to, to get all his extra yards and, you know, I'm sitting here watching it, right? So I think that it definitely motivates me and ignites me to go and, and just continue to fight through the whistle because, you know, you really truly never know with our backs about, you know, when they're going to break one or when they're going to need just one extra block to kind of, you know, or maybe just get in the way of somebody, just slowing them down and letting them, letting them accelerate and get, get full head of steam. Um, you know, it goes a long way, so. We haven't talked about this guy a lot as as a person, and frankly, I, I I still don't know much about him as a player, but I know a little bit more seeing Chaz Nimrod um, make that play last night. And um, I, I I look at him and I wonder what's what's his ceiling? How how good can he be? And 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 what do you think of him as in the way he approaches the game? Yeah, um, he's a guy that has been asked to step into a role. Um, you know, obviously with with Brew going down. Um, a really, really big role, right? Being able to make plays in the perimeter, being a guy that we can look to to be consistent, to catch first downs, and not just catching, you know, big touchdowns, and, but just catching the ball and being able to go and, you know, make plays after the catch and, and and be able to block on the perimeter and do all those things that, you know, the wide receivers are asked to do in this offense. And, um, yeah, he, he's he's stepping up. He's rising to the occasion. Um, obviously, he made the play last night. And 
Um, I think he's he's truly becoming more comfortable with with his role. Um, understanding that you know, yeah, he does have to step up and he does have to make some big plays for us. When it's not necessarily pressure, right? It's just a matter of, of opportunity for him. Uh, the same way that Dylan, you know, gets opportunities, right? Whenever you're out there, and and you know, whether it's new or it's not, you're out there. So, so it's, you can't act like a freshman when you're out there. And, and Chaz isn't right, but you can't act like a young guy when you're out there because, you know, you're on the field. You're out. You're doing what what we all came here to do. So. Um, he's doing a good job adapting and, and just adjusting and, and getting ready to make these big plays as we go through the backstretch of the season. I thought it was interesting to see what Josh Heupel decided to do with uh, that outside receiver position. Mm-hmm. And I think in our minds on the outside, we had uh, Dante Thornton just chalked into that slot role, but he did play out wide a little bit as well. Um, what do you think about the, the parts you have there to fill out three wide receivers along with the tight end look? Yeah, I think it's cool that you've got guys like Dante that can can work in and out, can play the slot, can also play outside. I think Chaz is a guy that can also play the slot. Um, and just being able to rotate those guys so that they stay healthy, they stay, you know, fresh. Um, definitely finding ways to, you know, change up kind of how we how we play the game. You know, whether it's moving moving the slots outside or moving the, the bigs, wherever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think just as we move forward, continue to find how that works in our offense is going to be, be the key to using those guys. And when uh, I look at, uh, at your football team, clearly based and it, and it has been, but sometimes with Jalen Hyatt streaking down the field and a Hendon hooker completing uh touchdowns downfield, it looks like a passing offense or, or some sort of run and shoot or not, but uh, being grounded in fundamentals of running the football that's got to be something that when you're still searching for for who you are offensively has to be a pretty awesome thing to be able to lean on fundamentally. 100%. I think that the game of football is is not a thing without the run game, right? I think that it's really hard to, to be super successful, at least in this league, um, if you can't run the ball efficiently and effectively. And um, like you said, man, whenever things aren't, you know, we're still trying to figure something out or we're a little bit un, un, unclear about – you know, where we need to go on a certain, you know, certain situation, let's hand the ball off. Like, let's trust our backs. Let's trust our offensive line, our tight ends uh, to go be able to do what, what we've done all season. And uh, that's, you know, move people, create space, and, and the backs going and being able to make plays uh, just with their with their given abilities. So. Jay, you face UConn this week. It's a little break from SEC action. I don't mm-hmm. want to take anything away from UConn, but I, I believe they're – they're one and seven to be able to get away from the SEC for just a little bit yeah. at this point of the season. How much can that help your body and and help the the, the mental uh, drag of the season at times? Um, like you said, uh, not to take anything away from from anybody. Um, this week is is just as important as any other week, right? And <clears throat> I think you'll hear that from anybody. Um, I said it before, like anybody can win on any given day. So I think, you know, where you get in trouble, you know, where a big team like Tennessee gets in trouble with, with a UConn is just not attacking this week the same way that we have whenever we played Alabama, whenever we played Kentucky. You have to go in, you got you to gotta study the film, you got to make sure you're taking care of your body, make sure you're working out, making sure your, your bodies are ready to go because, yeah, it's not going to be a break for us if we don't go out there and handle business. Now, if we do go out there and handle business and, you know, put ourselves up by a comfortable enough lead, then, you know, the starters can kind of get a little bit of a rest in the back end of the, of the game. But, you know, if you don't take care of the first half, you don't take care of, of 
the game, then, you know, you don't get that, you don't get that half football break, right? You don't, you don't get that. So um, yeah, it'll just be a challenge to be able to stay locked in and, and continue to to push the details and to push all these things that we've been doing for the past, what, I guess, eight, eight weeks now. It was an impressive win. I thought for a couple of reasons, the way you guys came out, uh, the way you guys controlled the game and then bouncing back from, I know had to be a heartbreaking loss the week before. So I was very impressed. He is uh, Jacob Horan. I'm Dave Hooker. The Vol Report with Jacob is brought to you by Doctors Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. LASIK cataract surgery by local doctors that truly care about you. Enjoy life better when you see better. This has been a presentation of Off the Oak Sports. <laughs>